Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to AccidentalMuslim.com. This is a friendly Eid Mubarak message to each and every one of our listeners. We thank you for being part of this initiative. We thank you for liking us. We thank you for downloading and listening to the episodes. But most of all, we hope that you are taking value from it. We hope that it is inspiring you to do more. And we hope that this Ramadan has been even better. And we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you and your family so that we can share many more Ramadans and share many more inspirational stories. Once again, thank you for being part of this platform and we wish you all the best for Ramadan and Eid and remember us in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum. Wallahi, the heart's becoming hard. You know hard, qasa in Arabic, in the Quran, is not used for anything but hearts. Is not used for anything but hearts. The only time it's used for other than hearts is when it's used for rocks. And even then when rocks are compared to hearts. Only that time. Otherwise it's not used. Allah describes the heart as becoming heart as becoming hard. Becoming hard. Why? Because Allah says that the people became like the people of the book. What does that mean? They read the book. They recite the book. But they have no clue what's in it. They have no clue what's in it. They don't care. They don't come to it to soften their heart. They don't come to it to talk to Allah. They don't, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have with it what they should have. لَا يَنْتَفِعُونَ مِنْهُمَا مِنْ شَيْءٍ The Rasul says These people of the book benefit nothing from it. You know, بِأَيْدِيهِمُ التَّوْرَاتِ وَالْإِنْجِيلِ They have Torah and in their hands. They don't benefit from it. The Muslim will become like this. The Muslim will come to the Imam and say, Imam Saab, I have a fever. Which surah should I recite? Imam Sahib, I have uh, my daughter's getting married. Which surah should we play the recitation of after the DJ is done? <laughs> Which surah should we recite? Then they'll come and they'll say, Hey, listen, what, what dua should I make from the Quran if I'm looking for a job? This is all Quran is for you? This is all it is for you? You're looking for barakah in this thing or that thing or the other thing because Quran came to give barakah to your parties, to your ceremonies. That's why Quran came. So it can bless your ceremonies. The Quran did not come to change you. The Quran did not come to give you, give you advice. To change you, to make you a different person. To, live, to, live, to earn your money differently. It didn't come for that. It just came so you hire some guy at your wedding. And he comes and recites Quran and put, women put napkins on their heads. That's why Quran came. That's what Quran is to you. Or Quran came so you can have decorated large ayat in your home. Big giant Suratul Asr inside your house next to the big screen TV. <laughs> That's why it came. Quran came so you can hang it in the rear view mirror. Ayatul Kursi, because you don't have dual side airbags. That's why it came. What have we done with this Quran? What have we turned it into? This is serious matter, folks. We're, we're wrapping this book up and we're you know, we're printing it in silk, and we're having art exhibits with it. <laughs> Allah is telling, Allah gave us this mess, people, people like spilled blood to change their lives according to this book. And now it's become a book that is just ceremonial. And breaks your heart. It breaks your heart. We celebrate. I'm not blaming anyone, I'm not talking about your community. Do not say I was talking about your community. 
Listen to what I'm saying. We celebrate children memorizing the Qur'an. We celebrate it. And yet we don't cry when those children become adults and they still don't know what they're reciting. They still don't know what they're reciting. But we celebrate it every year. And when those kids are leading taraweeh, the guy leading the prayer doesn't know what he's reciting. What do you expect from the conjugation? The guy leading the prayer doesn't know. There's something wrong with that. That's not, that's not normal. That is not how things are supposed to be. We've done this. We've done this. And our kids, with the way we've given them an artificial relationship with the Qur'an. These kids, they memorize Qur'an and the biggest goal in their life is, man, I'm gonna lead taraweeh this year. Listen, Qur'an is not a trophy. Qur'an is not, you get a prize when you recite it. It's not. I met a couple of uh, the kids that have memorized Qur'an, and they're looking for places to lead taraweeh. You know, Ramadan is coming. And they're like, hey, what, what did they pay? What does this one pay? What does that pay? What did you get for a prize at that masjid? They're already talking about what they're gonna get when they lead the prayer. Now you're talking about getting paid to lead prayer. This stuff should bother us. This is what we've done with Qur'an. We've done this. Nobody else came and did this to us. Don't blame the government. Don't blame the corrupt, this or that. We've, did, we've done this with Allah's book. You don't think Allah will ask us about that? Well, how are we supposed to take this book? What is it supposed to mean to us? This book came to change my life. This book came to change your life. We have to remind ourselves of that. We have to remind our kids of that. You know, Hufad of the Qur'an, back in the day, it used to, used to be called Hamil of Qur'an, carrier of Qur'an. Because it was understood they carry a huge responsibility. That was understood. You know? And I'm not just picking on the kids that are memorizing Qur'an, it's not their fault. It's our fault that we don't teach them more. And we better. We better. It's our fault we don't teach our community. It's our fault. I, I, I want to leave you with this. When I was in college, and I started learning Arabic, and then I started reading Qur'an, and I heard dars of Qur'an for the first time, I was very angry. I was angry. I was angry at the ummah. How did they rob me? And I'm you know, 18 years of age, born a Muslim, how did I never know what the Qur'an is? How come they never told me? How come they just expected I would just figure it out myself? How come they didn't tell me this, this book is the most important treasure I will ever have in my life? How come they never told me that 23 years of the most difficult struggle in human history, the struggle of Rasulullah wasallam, the culmination of it was, فَلْيُبَلِّرِ الشَّاهِدَ الْغَائِبِ بَلِّغُ عَنِّي وَلَوْ آيَةً Give on my behalf, even if you can give an ayah. Just give. Give an ayah on my behalf. Rasulullah just wanted the world to know this book. And my own ummah didn't care to give it to me. My own people. We left it. We can't live like this. We can't go on like this. We'll pay the price. Recently I found out 1 million, 1.5 million Ottomans, Uthmanis, came to Ellis Island. 1.5 million immigrants had come to Ellis Island. 10,000 or less of their descendants are Muslim today. 1.5 million. Quran, guys. Quran. This, this book, it's either going to testify for you and me on Judgment Day, or it will testify against us. Those of you that were in the class, I want to leave you with a reality check. 
I, I try to make it my job to make Arabic more enjoyable to learn, to make Quran easy to understand. I try to make that my job. But you know what? I can only do so much. This has to be a responsibility the ummah carries, every family carries. We gotta, we gotta know our book, guys. Whatever Quran you've memorized, at least study that tafsir. At least request the Imam to do tafsir of those surahs that you've already memorized. If you've already memorized the, the surahs from Juz Amma, just take advantage of our podcasts, free downloads. The only thing it will cost you is your time. At least learn what Allah is saying in those surahs. So when you are standing in salat, you're talking to Allah. Talk to Allah. It changes you. It, 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 light, it puts light in your day. It puts light in your life. Our kids need this. We need this. Don't just worry about your children's education. It's not like Allah will ask, how did you put them in Islamic school or not? It's not like we are doing justice to the, this book ourselves. We're not. We're really not. I pray, honestly, and I didn't want to leave you on a downer. I, I didn't. But it, it just pains my heart. It, it really does. The month that became sacred because the Qur'an came in it. What makes Ramadan special is not the fasting, is not the pakorde and samose, it's not... What makes Ramadan special? Qur'an came in it. Qur'an came in it. nas. In those ayat Allah says, He sent guidance to all humanity. Qur'an is the month in which Quran, the, this book should be shared with all humanity. There's such beautiful description of the Qur'an for the month of Ramadan itself. The first thing Allah told us about Ramadan was not fasting. He said, Shahru Ramadan alladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an. He doesn't say, Shahru Ramadan alladhi tasumuna fihi. Month of Ramadan, you're gonna fast in it. No. Month of Ramadan, Qur'an came in it. I'm gonna leave you with a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu and I'm gonna conclude. Rasulullah sallallahu says, such a beautiful hadith. You ever heard the phrase, Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu? Right? He says in this hadith, Ya ahlul Qur'an. People of Qur'an. He called me and he called you, people of Qur'an. La tatawassadul Qur'an. Don't become lackadaisical with the Qur'an. Don't, don't be lazy about the Qur'an. Don't turn the Qur'an into a pillow. At-tawassud, al-wasadah in Arabic means pillow. Tatawassadu, don't turn Qur'an into a pillow. Meaning don't sleep on it. Don't get lazy with it. Don't relax with it. Don't say, Alhamdulillah, we belong to the ummah that was given the final revelation. Oh, thank God we're saved. No, that is tawassud with the Qur'an. Don't assume you're saved because you're people of Qur'an. La tatawassadu al-Qur'an. In any hour of the night and day, read it like it deserves to be read. Follow it like it deserves to be followed. Find every chance, every nook and cranny in your day that you can fill with Qur'an, fill it. If you're sitting there idly in a doctor's office, recite Qur'an. If you're driving, whatever surahs you know, recite. Listen, recite, listen. Become people of Qur'an. Ahlul Qur'an. And spread it. Spread it. When you love something, people will say, Hey, what is that? Can I have some of that? And you will spread it. Your love is contagious. I'm telling you, love is contagious. And beautify your voices with Qur'an. When you start tasting the recitation of Qur'an, no music will take its place. You will not need to have a fatwa on whether music is halal or haram. 
music will just become irrelevant to you. Because the Qur'an, the, the, the divine melody, divine music, revealed music, Qur'an, that will just flow in your heart and you will just never want to just whistle a tune again. It'll, it'll just take over. You know? And, and you recite Qur'an with melody. تَغَنَّوْهُ وَتَدَبَّرُوا فِيهِ And think deeply about Qur'an. Dive into the meanings of Qur'an. Pull out the pearls and treasures from the Qur'an. لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ So you can become people of success. This is the words of Rasul Called us people of Qur'an. I pray that we're able to live up to that advice. And I pray that Allah makes us witnesses, that makes the Qur'an a witness in our favor and not a witness against us. I pray that Allah helps our communities grow more and more in their iman through their sustained relationship and a constantly growing relationship with the Qur'an. I pray that our young generation, we, through that young generation come an entire army of young students and teachers of this book that will spread the love of this book and the understanding of this book to gener- for generations to come. I pray that Allah Azza wa put barakah in our Islamic schools, in our Hiv schools, in our Sunday schools, in our Saturday schools, in our youth programs, in our conferences, in our conventions, in our da'wah programs. Allah put barakah in them that these programs become a means by which we get closer and closer to Him and are able to do some justice to the, to the awesome responsibility that He's given us. I pray that our masajid become a place where people can get truly get closer to Allah and closer to each other. I pray that Allah you know, protects our masajid from fitna and infighting and jealousy and hatred and you know, undercutting each other and dishonesty. Allah, Allah protect each other, us from anger and just you know, having ill opinions of each other. I, I pray that Allah for those of you that, that studied here and those of you who did not study here, I pray that Allah makes the language of the Qur'an easy for you. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to AccidentalMuslim.com. This is a friendly Eid Mubarak message to each and every one of our listeners. We thank you for being part of this initiative. We thank you for liking us. We thank you for downloading and listening to the episodes. But most of all, we hope that you are taking value from it. We hope that it is inspiring you to do more. And we hope that this Ramadan has been even better. And we pray that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses you and your family so that we can share many more Ramadans and share many more inspirational stories. Once again, thank you for being part of this platform and we wish you all the best for Ramadan and Eid and remember us in your du'as. Assalamu alaikum.